Ozark Highlands Radio is brought to you by the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas. A wonderful way to enjoy yesterday. On the web at OzarkFolkCenter.com. And by Stone Bank, a community bank supporting entrepreneurs and farmers nationwide with loans guaranteed by the USDA, SBA, and Farm Services Agency. Learn more at StoneBank.com. And the Arkansas Arts Council, empowering the arts for the benefit of all Arkansans. On the web at ArkansasArts.org. And by the Committee of 100 for the Ozark Folk Center, preserving Ozark folk culture since 1974 through music roots, craft apprenticeships, and the Heritage Herb Garden. Learn more at OFC100.org. Hey everybody, this is Dave Smith, host of Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome to our show. This week we'll hear authentic Minneapolis old-time bluegrass string band quartet, The Steam Machine, recorded live at the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas. Our producer Jeff Glover has found an archival recording of musician Bob Oliveira, and our friend Aubrey Atwater sleuths out the origin of a song. All that this week on Ozark Highlands Radio. Steam Machine is a Midwest-based, old-time bluegrass music project fronted by award-winning Minneapolis fiddler A.J. Shrubus and Twin Cities old-time music and dance instigator Rena Rossi on guitar. Two-time Appalachian String Band Music Festival traditional band contest winners and Folk Alliance Midwest official showcase artists, since 2018 they've been touring the region and the country performing traditional and bluegrass music. Here they are on our stage in Mountain View, Arkansas.
Yeah, I am particularly interested in a lot of like Ozark and Missouri style fiddling, and um, it's a thing. Yeah, it's a huge thing, and I've been uh, kind of learning a lot of tunes that come from this area for years and years and years, and uh, yeah, I was excited to kind of be like, hey, I we can go there and play some tunes that people will know. People yeah. will know. Yeah, and so. I'm a I call square dances, and we had two callers move up to where you know Minnesota, Wisconsin, from sort of Fayetteville area, um, so. But they call a lot of squares that are called down here, um, and I really, really love those ones. So I've w one of the I, I don't really know what it refers to, but one of the calls and one of the dances I learned from one of my friends down here. Uh, it the call goes, two come up, three come down, four in a rainbow, shaver down. And I don't know what that refers to, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with it. it's probably woodworking. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, that let's go with woodworking. Yeah, I'm gonna go yeah, with that. I <laughs> How we decided, but the 
the name comes from, um, there was a great fiddler that was, he was from Indiana, but he spent a, a lot of time in Illinois. And um, his name was Gary Harrison. And he did a bunch of collecting in the 70s where he just went around Illinois and recorded all these old, you know, he would just go to a town and ask around like, hey, you know, any fiddlers? And he just made this massive collection of recordings from all these old farmers and stuff in Illinois. And then he released this big book. He like transcribed a bunch of tunes and songs. Uh, released this big book and uh, accompanying CD set. It was called Dear Old Illinois. The other thing he managed to do is he wrote a bunch of tunes that are kind of widely played, which doesn't often happen. Like, it's pretty hard to achieve that. And sure. Gary made a whole CD of tunes that he wrote, and they're like, pe people play all of them, and they're all, they're really, all really good. Really good tunes. And one of them was called Steam Machine. Okay. So we, uh, it's kind of a nod of a hat to. Here we go.
Well, we've got David Robinson, who is playing banjo, and he's been here before many times with Monroe Crossing. Um, and then uh, Andrew Dayette is playing with us for the first time on this trip, uh, and we're really glad to have him. Uh, he uh, was living in North Carolina for a while, plays a lot of other instruments like banjo and fiddle, but uh, is on bass with us now, but moved up to Finland, Minnesota, which is a, uh, and it's actually been really funny because it's a town of less than 300 people. That's like 240 people. But our whole that? way down, he keeps meeting people that know Finland, Minnesota. And they're like, you're from Finland? Like we met someone at the gas station, like. Yeah, he had a like shirt on that said Finland. Minutes out of town that was like, <laughs> I'm from Isabella. You know, so it's been, apparently it's a small town with a big footprint. Minnesota-based Steam Machine, knocking out a nice long set of traditional music. In that first set, we heard a railroad version of Sally Gooden, followed by a song from bluegrass pioneers Lester Flatt and Earl Scruggs, The Girl I Love Don't Pay Me No Mind, Echo of the Ozarks, Lazy Kate, an old fiddle tune attributed to Missouri fiddler Cyril Stennett, and a Carter family song, The Greenbrier Shore. When we come back after this break, I think I'll head down to the vault for a visit with our producer, Jeff Glover. You're listening to Ozark Highlands Radio.
Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. Well, here I am poised at the door of the vault here at the Folk Center where we keep recordings uh, of almost all our shows since uh, we opened in 1973. Jeff Glover's down there going through that stuff all the time, so let's go down and see what he's got for us this week. Hey, Jeff. Well, hello, Dave. Welcome back. Well, thank you very much. It's good to see you. Good to see you as well. Well, what you been doing down here? I know you're always listening to various things. What What's piqued your interest this week? Oh, well, you know, Dave, I found something kind of unique as far as the content that we have here. It's a performance that reminds me not so much of folk music, but of possibly the old vaudevillian traveling performers that would have wandered through this area at a certain point. Uh, it's a recording of a guy who has been here as recently as 2015 that I can remember named Bob Oliveira. Oh, yeah, Bob. Yeah, very interesting fellow. You remember Bob, yeah. Uh, here he's doing a version of the, the old cowboy song, Tumbling Tumbleweed. Oh, I love that song. Yeah, you would like to hear it? I would love to hear it. Let's check it out. See them tumbling down Pledging their love to the ground Lonely but free I'll be found Drifting along with a tumbling tumbleweed Tears of the past behind nowhere to go but I'll find just where the trail will wind drifting along with a tumbling tumbleweed I know when night is gone at a new Wow, 
that's Bob, all right. And what a great version of that song, too. The guy's got a strong voice. He does. Yeah, he very does. strong. Very yeah, strong. I'm used to him doing oh, almost what you would call show tunes, I guess, on our stage. Um, he's a, a, a terrific guitar player and not afraid to let it out. Yeah, I, I just picture in my head Bob in the old days, you know, yeah. performing like on a steamship or something. Yeah, maybe absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah. get what you mean by that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was 1981, Bob Oliveira. That's a good old song, too, Tumbling Tumbleweeds. We don't hear that on the radio anymore, that's for sure. Not, not your not your standard folk music, but, but certainly would have been heard. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks a lot, Jeff. It's nice to hear Bob sing again. Absolutely, Dave. Thanks for coming down. I see you. Bye. Originally formed in Minneapolis in 2017, Steam Machine brought to the national stage a Midwest-influenced string band aesthetic that didn't draw such hard lines between bluegrass and old-time music. Smooth, powerful fiddling, driving three-finger banjo, front-of-the-beat rhythm backup combined into a suspiciously entertaining sound. When the curtains of night are pinned back by the
kind of in the 60s and 70s during the big folk boom, there was a massive scene up in Minneapolis. I mean, kind of that whole like Bob Dylan, West Bank scene is, it was a really big deal. But I I just think that it had to do with that general kind of interest in folk music Mm -hmm. in the area. And, you know, people just kind of started to specialize and... I mean, there's still, we have a big bluegrass organization and tons of people playing old-time music. Uh, there's a square dance that's been happening in Minneapolis for 43 years. Really? Yeah. Twice a month. Twice a Where month. Where is it? It's at the Eagles Club in Minneapolis, and it's every first and third Monday. There's always a live band, there's always callers, and there's always a ton of people, like young, And a lot of old. young people, you know, which is awesome. Yeah. It's, we need to continue things. It's very thriving, and I mean, I, I would say it's probably one of the healthiest, longest-running dances that I've ever been to. I feel like, you know, kind of maybe what happened to make all this stick the way it did where we live is that 
all of these, you know, there's this bluegrass festival got or bluegrass an old time organization got started. Uh, a clogging group got started. The square dance got started. The bluff country gathering in Lanesboro got started. But all these things really built a strong community around them. And that's, I think, helping them last as people are like, it's almost like, you know, the, the people who go to these things are like family now. And so uh, that community sort of sense has kept it going for years and years and years. Yeah. And I mean, based, I mean, just our location, it's harder to get, get in the car and drive to a big bluegrass festival out of state. You really have to make a to do of it. But so, you know, everyone's kind of making their own fun there and it's a little isolated, but then also we're on the a route for good bands to come through. That's you know, true. Minneapolis is mm-hmm got a great airport and it's in the middle of the country it's an easy place to get to you know So when I was introducing you last night, um, I was thinking short, quick introduction. What do we say? And you mentioned we play old time and bluegrass. So the and meaning there's a distinction there. What is it? Well, I would actually say that we don't really think there is. But I think in those two communities, people kind of get like to put things in their boxes and have, uh, you know, labels for everything. And uh, to me, it's all kind of the same music, like. But if you really had to sort of define it, old time music to me would be like square dance fiddling and fiddling for fun with your friends or, you know, back in the day, probably getting together and playing some music at a work party or something. But, you know, something centered around the community aspect of music and then bluegrass is sort of taking that same music and 
getting it ready for the radio or the stage or the recording, yeah, you know, performance oriented, but it's all rooted in the same music, I think. More good stuff from Southern Minnesota string band, The Steam Machine. In this set, the band played homage to some great old-time fiddlers. The Curtains of Night, attributed to fiddler Otis Burson Fortune. Dink's Dusty Miller, attributed to Missouri fiddler Gene Goforth. Missouri fiddler Lyman Enloe's Tony's Tune. And The Lonesome Pine Breakdown, first recorded in 1953 by Curly Ray Klein. Let's take another short break. When we come back, guest host Aubrey Atwater will discuss the hazards of sleuthing out old songs. This is Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. Our friend Aubrey Atwater and her partner Elwood Donnelly have made a career out of learning, interpreting, and presenting obscure folk songs. 
Here's Aubrey. The world is old tonight. The world is old. The stars around the fold do show their light. Do show their light. And so they did, and so a thousand years ago. And so Some years ago, my husband Elwood Donnelly and I were listening to music as we traveled to a gig on a dark winter night. He has thousands of songs on his phone, so you never know what will pop up in the shuffle. The World is Old, sung by renowned Kentucky folk singer Gene Ritchie, came up and spoke to me so beautifully with the ancient image of a shepherd standing on a hill, pondering the stars and landscape blanketed with snow. My favorite line quickly became, the snow on vale and hill, like wool, lies white, like wool, lies white. I turned to Elwood and said, we're learning that. We knew Jean, an important and primary source in American folk music, for the last 23 years of her life, and spent much time with her in that era, soaking up the Scots-Irish folk songs of her Appalachian family, known as the Singing Family of the Cumberlands. While we were learning the song, I did some cursory research and found notes from her 1987 album, Kentucky Christmas, Old and New, where she wrote, When my sister Pauline taught at the Heinemann Settlement School in Kentucky, she wrote and put on a Christmas play in which she used this shepherd's carol. Pauline died seven years ago, and we cannot find her source for this song, but we have loved and sung it ever since. The two short stanzas give a haunting sense of place. Shepherds under cold stars on a frozen hillside, their loneliness, the ancientness of the world. Beyond that information, I found nothing else until recently when I decided to revisit the song for this segment, and that's when the fun began. Jean Ritchie died in 2015 at the age of 92. You'd think that would be that as far as being able to ask her, but the internet has a way of immortalizing people. I found a great deal of information on the Mudcat Cafe, an internet discussion group that got started in the 1990s. The initial post was written by Jean with her handle KYTrad, which stands for Kentucky Traditional, in March of 2001. Just realized this might be the best place to find information I have been searching for for at least 40 years. Seems no one has ever heard of The World is Old. Any help would be greatly appreciated. Jean. And then someone wrote, Jean Ritchie sang it on her Kentucky Christmas Old and New album, but I don't find the words anywhere out there. Hope this helps. And then someone else wrote, 
KY Trad is Gene Ritchie. But all kidding aside, it's amazing what Gene learned in that thread that ended up lasting five weeks with a total of 114 posts in a wonderful, chatty, friendly, scholarly internet village quest. So next, Jean wrote in about Pauline in the play saying, no other soul in the world, it seems, can find where she got the song. Maybe she wrote it herself, but somehow I don't think so. It must have a source. Folks went on to ask scholars and search websites and continued to come up with nothing. All mention of the song pointed to Jean. People started speculating about the origins being Cornish, medieval, Gregorian, early Renaissance, Victorian, written by Chaucer or Thomas Hardy. Dating back to 1200, Jean wrote, My heartfelt thanks to all for your research. I'm fairly certain Pauline did not write it, nor did I. And yes, like some of you have said, I had thought it might be a poem set to music, but the lyric and melody seemed almost of a piece to me. I was very small when I first heard the family sing it, and the hairs stood up on my neck. So, everybody, thanks for trying. Maybe someday. But people continued the discussion, and after some time, Jean thought to say, My sister Pauline went to Wellesley College, and the play in which she used the song was written and produced shortly after her graduation around 1940. Someone suggested she write to the head reference librarian at Wellesley. So Jean wrote, and then, three and a half weeks later, this. I have heard from Wellesley College. It is in an anthology published in 1913, the English Carol Book. The composer is Joseph Morat, and the words are by 19th century English illustrator, author, and poet Lawrence Hausman. The librarian will send a copy of the song. Also, she said there is a rare item in special collections, and if I am ever up that way, I could see it. A book by Lawrence Hausman, who lived from 1865 to 1959, called Bethlehem, a Nativity Play, performed with music by Joseph Morat. This play is probably the one my sister used, or to which she referred. In the play, the world is old is sung in the beginning by the shepherds as the curtain opens. Ta-da! Thanks to all of you! At that moment, with my face peering into the screen, I felt like I heard cheers from folk enthusiasts, scholars, and detectives from around the world. Here, Elwood and I are playing the song in 2016. If you listen carefully, you'll hear a few different words from Jean's version. And in turn, if you find the original sheet music, you'll see that Jean's version has a few differences as well, a typical result of oral transmission. The world Thank you.
Thanks, Aubrey. We'll finish this week's show with a few more tunes from our featured band, The Steam Machine. While not purists, Steam Machine does listen closely to the old stuff and strives to capture the essence of what makes these tunes and songs special as they hear it. Here they play a tune attributed to Missouri fiddler Bob Holt. fortunate because I kind of like everything we're playing right now like okay. there isn't anything I'm like oh I don't like this one I'm trying to think what's my favorite Ooh. that's a hard question yeah. yeah we don't play tunes we don't like we're gonna play today in our set um I was fortunate enough to do pretty well at a big fiddle contest this summer and we're gonna play the tune that one of the tunes I played in that contest called the Chinese Breakdown and uh I always like playing that tune. I've been playing that one. We, we've been playing a long time, and I don't get tired of it. So. And it comes from this fiddler Ed Haley, who uh, AJ is just kind of Ed Haley's one of AJ's heroes. You can tell from his playing that he just is so in love with this instrument, and he's trying to get everything out of it that he possibly can. He never plays anything the same way twice. You know, it's so many different variations, um, and AJ is a I think a born of a similar ilk where he just like loves that instrument and wants to just see what it can do.
woke as a climb striking board But I never dreamed that I'd meet you And now as you walk through the door Thank you. 
Three more fine tunes from the Steam Machine. First we heard Got a Little Home to Go To, which was followed by an old tune from the Stanley Brothers, Hey, 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 and finished with West Virginia fiddler Ed Haley's Chinese Breakdown. As a lover of old-time fiddle music, it's been a real treat for me to bring this music to you this week. We'll be back next week with more good music from the Ozark Mountains. This is your host, Dave Smith. Bye, everybody. Ozark Highlands Radio is produced by Jeff Glover. Executive producer is Darren Dorton. Additional support for this program comes from Arkansas State Parks, a division of the Arkansas Department of Parks, Heritage, and Tourism, with 52 unique reasons to visit the natural state. On the web at ArkansasStateParks.com. The Committee of 100 proudly supporting the Ozark Folk Center State Park since 1974. And by Stone Bank with roots in Mountain View, Arkansas. Stone Bank is a proud supporter of heritage musicians and small towns across America with government-guaranteed loans for farmers, entrepreneurs, and communities. More information available at StoneBank.com. For information on upcoming shows and events, we are on the web at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. Until next time, I'm Donna Farrar. (music) 